Well, hello, all you beautiful people. It's Kier here. Today, I'm joined by an amazing friend of mine. She is a yoga instructor, a mom of two, and she's also fun-sized. We're going to be talking about all things yoga, mindset, body image, and how you can get your yoga on during this pandemic and after it ends. So without any further ado, welcome to the show, Amber. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm great. I'm really excited to to be doing this. Yeah, I'm so thankful that you're here. And I know that you have kids and I know that it's probably a handful to get them all taken care of to, to do this. Yeah, I mean, luckily I have a good support system with my family, and uh, I got my mom watching them hanging out, so I can <laughs> come here and chat with you and catch up. Perfect. Yeah. So let's dive into it. I just out of curiosity, how long have you been instructing yoga? So I've been instructing yoga for I think I'm going on four years. That's awesome. And how did you get into it? So I actually remember my very first yoga class. I was with one of my good friends and we just decided one day that we were going to go to a yoga class. And I'll never forget the way I felt when I left that class. I felt more uh, more of who I am than I'd ever felt before. And it was actually really emotional for me. Uh, that was about, I think I started yoga in 2013. So that was back then when that happened. And uh, I was practicing for a few years, really got passionate and fell in love with it. Basically, it changed who I was as a person to become even more. And uh, I decided one day, you know what, I really think I'd be a good teacher. And I've done yoga for, you know, however long now, I feel like I could just go teach a class right now and and totally kill it. So uh, that's basically what intrigued me was just my own passion and love for the practice and wanting to kind of guide others into falling into that kind of wellness lifestyle. That's amazing because I feel like you are like the perfect fit for it. Like it's it's almost like it's funny how like we have these certain personality traits that kind of make us home in like a particular area of fitness. Like, I don't know. I just feel like you have this very calming personality. And so yoga suits you very, very well. Thank you. Thank you. It's actually calmed me a lot. I feel like ever (laughs) since I started teaching, it's made me kind of uh, change the way I not only think to myself, but taking the time to acknowledge how others might be feeling or thinking. So it's made me a lot more patient, a lot more calm. (laughs) (laughs) It really helps when you have kids. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So what are some of the different styles of yoga and like, what is your particular style? So there's a lot of different styles, actually. Um, There's like a Hatha flow, which would be like a gentle flow yoga. Um, there's also Ashtanga, which is more of the athletic, uh, gymnastic style yoga. There's Bikram yoga, hot yoga, which I recently started doing and love. Uh, and that's basically a structured class of 26 yoga poses performed two times in a classroom that's 90 to 105 degrees. So you get a real good sweat. I teach vinyasa flow which is kind of a good mix of all of the different styles. Um, you 
you have the ability to kind of create your own flow and make it almost like a dance. So it's like if you watched a yoga class and sped it up a little bit, it would look like that person was dancing. And it's a very beautiful form of just movement and breath. Um, it's also athletic. So we do a lot of uh, what's called chaturangas, which is kind of like a yoga push-up sequence. So you have a good mix between the stretching, the slow flow, and then towards the center of the class, it gets more intense and then you cool down. So the style I teach, the vinyasa flow, is just where I started with my practice and just loved the freedom of it, the, the, the ability to be able to create your own flow. See, that makes a lot of sense now that you broke it down because I feel like I love your style of yoga particularly because like it has all the all of those components. It has the flexibility. It has the piece of like femininity in there that kind of like lets you express yourself and yeah, and it's not super slow and it's not super fast paced. It's like right there in, in, in the middle. So that makes a ton of sense now that you broke it down. Yeah. So taking it back to Bikram yoga, because I've done Bikram yoga in the past, maybe like two or three times. That mm-hmm. was like the first ever yoga that I've ever done. Ooh. And it was very, <laughs> right? Yeah. So it was very intense. But that's just my personality. I feel like I'm like always going for that extreme thing. Like I was an athlete. So I was always like, well, I want to do the most, the hardest thing, the most challenging thing in the world. Yes. And so that's like, my friend is the one who got me started in that. And I didn't like it. (laughs) Like I went the first time I was like, this is weird. She's like, you're supposed to feel like that. And the second time I'm like, no, I really don't like this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I think a lot of people, they start you know, they see that too. And they say, Oh, hot yoga, you're going to sweat a lot, you're going to burn a lot of calories. And th- that's what I want to do. I don't want any of that slow stuff. I want the the Bikram yoga, mm-hmm. um, which I personally, I feel like is not the best way to go. Um, so I'm just wondering, what is your opinion on that? Like, who is Bikram yoga actually for? And all of that? So, I mean, I'm, I'm obviously not a Bikram yoga teacher, but based off of my experience as a student, Bikram yoga, hot yoga is for anybody. I mean, it's truly could be for a younger, um, I've seen younger teenage people in classes before. And then some of the people that I take classes with are in their eighties and they are in fabulous shape. Um, Bikram yoga, it's one of those things that's true. And this is yoga in general, any form, any style of yoga. It's just not for everybody. But especially hot yoga because of the intensity and because of almost how strict it is. It's a very strict practice. It's always the same exact sequence Mm -hmm. performed within the same amount of time at the same temperature. So for some people, they don't like going to a Bikram class because they like the variety that vinyasa would offer rather than that same exact class every time that you would do at hot yoga. But um I will say that my very first hot yoga class, I wasn't the biggest fan, mainly because it was really hard. It was not only was it super hot, but mentally, the challenge that it brought to me mentally was, was, it was really, really rough on me. But that at the end is what actually made me go back. I was like, I'm going to go back and I'm going to do better because my first class, I ended up sitting on my mat for like the 
last 30 minutes of the class because I just same it, yes you just <laughs> all you can think about is how hot you are and how hard this is but the more you go you the mind starts to kind of follow the practice in the sense that it's um you stop thinking so much about the heat and you start really focusing more on the postures and on your breath and on your body. So it really makes you, and that's why yoga is a great outlet, a great vehicle to finding who you are because it forces you when you practice yoga, what, no matter what style, it forces you to be you, to breathe in your body, to think with your mind to get past those defeats that you might be thinking and to show up again. So that, um, that's what made me really love Bikram was how strong it made me mentally as, as well as physically. I mean, it's, it's really changed my body. Um, it's made my stamina, my endurance like way, way better, but mainly my mental, my mental wellness is what the Bikram has helped me personally with. Yeah, I feel like that's true for any style of yoga, but maybe just, like, because it's so extreme, it really, like, takes it to the next level. Yes. Yeah. So I want to take it back to more about your style, your vinyasa flow. Um, How do you – so do you come up with, like, your own routine each time? Like, how do you do that? So when (laughs) – it is a weird question. (laughs) That's a really good question. Um. When I took my yoga teacher training, it was a 200-hour training, and um, it was great. It changed my life. Um, But we were taught to plan out our classes, to sequence out our classes. So I would take – literally, it would take me, like, sometimes hours to write down pose for pose, stretch for stretch, what I was going to say in that moment during the class. Um, And it just took so long that it almost became – just too much. So like force. Yeah. Like I was forcing myself to come up with something that my heart, you know, really needed to be in it. And it was hard to do it on paper. So I decided one day I was just going to intuitively teach. I would set up kind of in my mind, the postures I wanted to teach that in that class and make sure that before we performed them, we were properly, properly warmed up in whatever regions of the body needed to be stretched or strengthened in order to do that pose safely and not get hurt. Um, but I just started teaching intuitively, just following my heart and doing what feels good and, and just flowing with, with what inspires me and what I think would inspire my students. And I like to challenge my students. Some of my flows are more gentle. Some of them are really intense. So yeah, um, I teach intuitively I just go with the flow with whatever I'm teaching, whatever I'm feeling that day, whether or not it's going to be an energetic flow, a gentle flow, or a mixture of both. And uh, yeah. Yeah. And I I think that's why I keep coming back to yours too, because they are different each time. And it's funny how every time I feel like I do one of your classes, I'm like, this is exactly what I needed. Like those back bends that you did on like the first day that you did a mm-hmm. virtual class, I was like, that was what I needed and didn't even know that I needed it. Cause like, I felt so good after. And I think that's a lot of your classes. It's like, I finished and I'm like, that's exactly what I needed. And it wasn't too good. hard or like this day was a little bit more intense and I needed that. So it's weird how that happens, but I feel like your intuitiveness is like spot on. 
Oh, thank you. And, and that's how, like, I feel about yoga, too. I feel like any cla- anytime you take a class, it's always exactly what you needed by the end of it. Mm-hmm. And I had this huge resistance towards yoga, like, when I first started doing it. Again, I think it was because of the Bikram thing. Like, I just thought, like, all of the yoga classes were exactly the same. Like, you're doing the same thing all the time. Mm-hmm. But um, after taking your classes, like, I I have opened up and, like, I respect yoga a lot more and I have to thank you for that because I don't think that I would have kept going if it wasn't for your style of yoga because I do really really like you as a teacher and it's weird because like I've taken other yoga classes before of other instructors and they're great and they're good but there's just something about you specifically that I just really kind of love and it's almost like a hairdresser right it's like all hairdressers are like good they know what they're doing but like mm-hmm. you have your girl that like yes you trust, you. You trust that you that trust person. that you that has that right touch and that's you for me so thank, thank you. you that means a lot um I I swear there was just the day that I I knew that one day when I wanted to be a teacher I felt like I had finally kind of found something that I was going to be passionate about and um so it means a lot hearing that from, from you and from anyone who comes to me saying thank you, because that's how I feel, feel about yoga. That's what yoga did for me. And the fact that I can offer that to other people, make them fall in love with yoga is it's, it's inspiring for me. And, and I'm, and I'm glad that it inspires you. Right. And it just, it's like that motivation cycle where it just, you just want to keep going more. Yeah. You want more. Yeah. You want to, you want to get, it's like, you know, a lot of times we obsess. It's like, Oh, I just want to get better. I want to get more flexible. And you know, obviously that's not what yoga is about yoga. It can be about anything really in that moment. Um, it, whatever kind of day you're having, sometimes you go to yoga because you really just want a good workout. Other times you go to yoga because you just feel like you need a break from your mind and you just want a little bit of clarity, a, a sense of self love. Um, so that that is, you know, that's a, a big thing for most people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about some of the benefits from yoga. I mean, especially that mindset piece, which is, I think, just so wonderful. Yeah. And you do, again, you do a really good job at connecting that in there. Like the other day you said something like, and it's just so simple, but it just like, it, it really touched me and it meant a lot to me. And it was something like, you know, just let all that other shit out there just go just breathe it out let it go and it was yes. just something that I was like oh yes <laughs> and that's a big thing you'll hear me say that a lot when I teach is like I always talk about letting go um which you know so yoga postures they're called asanas and they say the hardest asana is letting go so that's why I speak so much about it during my class because I find myself holding back a lot not even just my thoughts or, or my, you know, what I aspire to do, but just with everything, you just hold back so much. And yoga has taught me to let go to all the things that are in your life that are causing any form of negativity or that are no longer serving you. You just let it go. You get it out, go, get rid of it so that you can move on and become stronger in other ways. Yeah. <clears throat> and it totally transfers like, cause you do have that mindset again like after practicing yoga so many times that it's just like okay like let it go breathe it out and you could be anywhere you could be in your car thinking it and being just like Mm -hmm. okay let it go yeah and it just it 
it all comes back together. So yeah, I think it's and, a really amazing. And yeah. And that's kind of like, uh, that's when yoga leaves the mat. So when I first started practicing, I had this amazing teacher. She's actually the person who inspired me to become a teacher. And, um, she would talk about that a lot and it really resonated with me to just listen to that information that you're being told when you're in a yoga class and to not just kind of overlook it and overthink it, which is super easy to do, especially for those of us who our minds are crazy. We're thinking the second we lay on our mat, okay, after this, I have to cook dinner. I have to do this. I have to do that. And as a human, of course, we're going to think that way, but it's a good reminder to stop and just kind of be in the moment and let go, let go of that stuff and worry about it later. Yeah. So what are some of the challenges that you face as an instructor? Because I'm sure there's got to be something. So, you know, as an, I, I don't have a bunch of challenges that are negative. So like I have a lot of these positive challenges to be creative and to come up with new flows I would say my biggest challenge I've ever faced in a negative way as a teacher is some, some days are hard. Some days I'm not as inspired. Some days I'm down on myself or I am sad or maybe I got in an argument with my husband or something. And you have to shut that off as a yoga teacher. So if I, you know, have these feelings, it's good to feel them. But as a teacher, when I get on my mat and I teach, it's important that I don't show that, that I show that I become that, that almost like that yoga teacher, you know, you have to leave all that out of the door when you walk in. But the beautiful thing about that is usually after I've taught, then I'm like, okay, I've, I just let all that go. Everything that I was either aggravated or sad or upset about, it's now gone. And I feel, I feel great. Every time I teach or even flow, the mental, the mental awareness that it takes to flow as a teacher or even as a student will totally change the way you were when you walked in com- compared to where you are when you walk out. Yes, I feel that. And like as a teacher, that's my goal. My goal is to have you walk out feeling more, feeling better than you did when you walked in. Yeah. Absolutely. Have you ever felt like you needed to look a certain way to attract more people to your classes? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I've always kind of suffered from this body image thing my whole life. Um, But especially becoming like a yoga teacher, I felt like I had to look fit, slim in shape. And, you know, you see these instructors who have absolutely amazing bodies. They can move their body in ways that I can't. Um, they, you know, they're wearing the cutest outfits and they look so great. And you just kind of, you start to think, oh, I wish I could do that or look like that. And then I realized, gosh, that is so, that is so stupid. Like that is not what yoga is at all. It's not about how you look. It's not about how flexible you are. You know what? And if you even asked me, what's the definition of yoga? I don't even know if I'd have an answer because I think yoga can be many things. And I think, you know, maybe yoga means this to you on Monday, but on Wednesday, it has a totally different meaning to you. Um, it's like an art. Yes, it is. And it's like an art that just flows with your life. Mm-hmm. It's just every day is different. Some days you go into a yoga class and you have impeccable balance. And other days you go in there and you can barely even stand on one leg for two seconds and you're falling all over the place. So it's really a good way to kind of look at life. You gotta, sometimes you just got to laugh it off. 
and you have to be okay with being okay and, and not always being great. And that's okay. And, you know, I used to obsess when I first started practicing yoga about getting into these crazy poses and, uh, I would literally drive myself nuts over it, hurt myself doing it. And I realized one day that, um, you know what, I'm probably never going to be able to do that. And that's, that's okay. Because look at all this other stuff that I can do or that I can push towards getting into. That's so true. And I think another reason why I love your classes so much is because you are so relatable. And I think that like when I go to classes with other instructors who are like these long and lean, like dancing bodies who can do like the most ridiculous things with their bodies, it almost makes me feel bad because I can't do those things. Mm -hmm. And I think with you, like, I feel like you, you're relatively like the same height as me and you know, we have a very similar build. So I'm like, oh, I feel like I can relate to this girl so much better than anyone else who like can do weird freaking cartwheels and handstands and things yes, that I can't yes. imagine doing. <laughs> but so I think that's another really important piece because I don't want to go into a yoga class and feel bad about what I can't do. Yeah. Or feel intimidated. Right. Yes. Yeah. That's always a bad feeling. And I've been in many classes where I felt like that or where I felt like you know, people were looking at me as the new girl and a little do they know, you know, I'm like, have been practicing yoga for years, <laughs> but you know, right. that's when you have to kind of just go in there and again, let go, shut it off because everyone in there, they're not looking at you. They're, they're working on their own practice because you know, mm -hmm. most of what we're doing is hard coming into dancer's pose, you know, coming into that shape is one thing, but then getting into it and actually holding it and actually breathing also not holding your breath. It's, it, it's so much, um, so much of using not only the body, but the mind and you have to, you have to bring your spirit into it too, because otherwise you wouldn't keep going back. You know, you have to have some, some form of soul in whatever form of exercise you do, whether or not it's yoga or cross country or, or lifting. Yeah. And what you just said has like a lot of ties into lifting too, because I feel like a lot of people when they first go to the gym and start lifting weights, like they feel like other people looking at them being like, oh, who's that new girl over there? And all those feelings of, you know, like, I don't know what I'm doing. But the truth is like, <laughs> when you're at the gym, like most people are not looking at you, like what they're doing is hard enough. Mm hmm. And what, like, they're focusing on their body as well. So, like, the gym, as much as it might seem like an intimidating place, the yoga room, <laughs> like, as much as it might seem like an intimidating place, mm -hmm. it's not. Like, everybody is there to try to better themselves. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, with that being said, has yoga helped you perform other fitness modalities better, worse? Like, what do you feel about that? Definitely. The crossover. Definitely better. Um, yoga is a great form of mobility training. Um, and mobility is something that I think is important when it comes to specific lifts, like squats or even like, you know, overhead things, having that proper alignment into the shoulder. Um, so yoga has really actually helped me not only with strength, but depth. And when I say strength, it's not even just strength physically, but just mentally being able to push myself mm. and say, okay, no, I'm going to do this, these last four reps or, or whatever the case may be, I'm going to run this last half mile and I'm not going to quit. Um, so yoga has definitely in every way made everything in my life better. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like spot on. Um, have you ever taken a long break from yoga? I did once. So, um, 
I was working at the yoga room. That's where I got certified uh, for my, my training. And I was also working at a gym, a local gym here in town uh, in St. Augustine, World Gym. And the yoga room closed. And it was actually quite devastating for me. I was really close to my students and really close to <clears throat> the owner. Uh, we were very good friends. And they, you know, they were a big part of my yoga journey and, and becoming inspired to be not only a yoga student, but a yoga teacher. So it was really devastating when they closed. And then I swear you not, literally like three days later, the gym I was working at closed. So I was teaching yoga at both those places that had both closed. And now I'm not teaching yoga. And it was really just an emotional time for me in that, in that, uh, in that moment, especially because I was a very new teacher and I went about four months without teaching. And it was one day my husband actually said to me, he said, you know, I think you should start doing yoga again, teaching yoga again. You should go check out studios. And I'd, I'd said, really? And he, you know, why? And he said, I just feel like when you were doing yoga, you were so much kinder to yourself. You were so much more mm. patient and um, just not even with others, but to yourself. And I find that I see you beating yourself up a lot. And he was totally right. And I seeked out and, you know, started teaching yoga again and started practicing more. And it, it brought me back to that place where I was inspired and motivated and happy and loving myself more. So were you just not practicing at all? Yeah, I kind of just, I really wasn't. I kind of just hit a pause where I just felt super just unmotivated and uncaring and um, right kind of like depressed. yeah and kind of yeah I could so relate to yeah, that just kind of like whatever I don't care you know and it's and I did care and that's what was making me so negative was the fact that I cared actually a lot but I was acting like I didn't so um yeah I got right back into it and I have not stopped teaching since and that's why I like even with everything that's going on in the world right now I'm so thankful to be able to teach virtually and to be able to continue teaching without going back to that phase where I, you know, got in this dark place by not teaching, by not flowing. Yeah. Oh my God. I was just going to say, you probably got pretty scared, like knowing that all the studios were going to be closed and everything because of the quarantine and stuff that you like. So what actually sparked the idea to do virtual? Is it just because you didn't want to stop? Well, actually I have a friend. She's also a yoga teacher here in town and she's amazing. And she was teaching virtually and I was taking her classes and she was doing donation based. And I was like, God, this is such a great idea. And I messaged her and I was like, I just want to thank you for doing this because it's made me keep practicing and it's made me stay inspired and I don't know if I would be doing it if it wasn't for, for you, you know? And, and I told her, I said, you're actually inspiring me to do the same thing and to teach virtually as well. And she was like, Oh, you should do it. I'd love to take your classes. And so I just did it. And it was funny. I was so, I was just as nervous doing my first virtual class as I was teaching my very first class ever. <laughs> I bet. Cause you know, it's probably not so much that you were worried about like actually performing the movements but more of like is the audio gonna work is the camera gonna like film me right is am I gonna say the right thing yeah or, like and like I that. even had the thing yeah. the thought crossed my mind is like oh I hope I look good I hope I don't look you know 
I hope I look skinny and you know, all that stuff. You just, Oh, you look great. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you look great. I watch these videos and I'm just like, yes, like she looks on point. <laughs> thank like, you. you. You're looking it's really the yoga, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that guys? Do yoga. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so your classes right now, you're doing them virtually every Tuesday and Thursday, yes, Tuesday and Thursday at five 30. And I'm actually doing Saturday mornings at eight 30 as well. EST. Yes, yes. <laughs> Eastern time. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. So, where can people find you and take your classes? So, you can find me on Instagram. Um, my Instagram name is underscore Nile Cove Asana underscore. Um, we can maybe I can like tag you or somehow so people can get get that. Sounds weird when you say it. <laughs> yes, I'll. <laughs> I'll put you in the show notes so people can okay, find cool. you. Okay, cool, yeah. So um, you can find me there. Um, I do lives on Instagram. The videos are available for 24 hours after that. I did that kind of for a reason so that it made people do it. It made, just like you right. would a class. It's like, okay, I have to go. I have to be accountable. If I don't do this, the, the class is now going to be gone. But I also have been posting some flows on my Facebook, which would be under Amber Rose Hennessy. And I have a few on my page there. That way, some people can go and do it, and they can revisit the class. It's not gone in 24 hours. Yeah, there's also a way, I believe, to make the live into an IGTV. Oh, really? Um, I'll have to check that out. But you have to do it. You can only do it when it's still live. So, like, once it's gone, once it's, like, after the 24 hours, I believe, like, you can't do it anymore. Oh, wow. I've had that issue before. (laughs) Yeah, I'll um, have to look into that. I'm curious, after the quarantine ends, after the social distancing ends, do you think you will continue doing virtual classes? You know what? I actually do. I actually really like virtual classes. It's, I, I think it's a good way for me to reach out to people who, you know, I've had people message me who've always wanted to take my class. And, you know, not everybody has a good, a good form of childcare or not everybody can afford. Yoga can be really expensive. It's an, definitely mm-hmm. an expensive hobby. Um, so I like having that ability to get the people who can't go to the studio, who want to do it and want to be inspired and work on themselves. Now they can do it. Yeah. So a couple ideas come to mind and I feel like we should talk to the, uh, talk about this after the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's things like, um, I don't know if you've heard of Patreon Mm-mm. or Patreon or something like that. It's, it's a membership site. So like, um, people could sign up for, you know, like $5 a month or, you know, whatever price you price it at. Um, but then they can have access to you directly, like whatever content you put up, but they, only way they can see it is if they're a member. Oh, um, so that might be something to look into. Yeah, yeah. Um, instead of just like doing it on Instagram all the time, but I think Instagram is great because that's where you're going to see a lot of. You're just going to reach a lot of people because that's where everyone's saying. Yeah, out. yeah. But especially right now. That's just an idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. We can talk more about that after. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great idea. I would definitely like to look into that. Yeah, and I would definitely love for you to keep on teaching these virtual classes. Oh, I will be. I will be. I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Because they've just been so helpful to me. And I love it because like I can do it right 
outside by the pool yeah. and it's like this is so calming and so fine and I don't have to drive to the gym and fight for a parking space yes. and worry about what I'm wearing exactly. and worrying about what I'm looking like exactly. like I can just go outside and my dog can be like sniffing me while I'm doing <laughs> oh, yeah. it and I don't care <laughs> dogs love to do yoga <laughs> they do especially mine oh. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you so much for being here. Is there anything you want to wrap it up with? Anything you want to say that kind of relates to this topic or whatever? Um, you know, I would say one thing I I will say is, you know, right now with with this pandemic, it's we're going into our month 2 and you know, I feel like the first few weeks everyone had so much motivation and inspiration to just keep going and living and and striving to be strong through this. And I feel like now that we're entering month two, I, I feel like not only with me, but I'm noticing with, with other people, we, we seem to be losing that momentum. And this is our chance right now to put our foot down and say, no, 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 we're going to keep we're going to keep going strong. We've got to stay strong, not only for ourselves, but for the entire world. So only thing I want to say is whether or not you're doing yoga or you're doing at home circuit training, stay inspired keep going. Do not stop. Do not give up. The world doesn't stop spinning. The world does not stop moving. Therefore, you shouldn't either. So just stay inspired, stay motivated, keep that momentum. I love that. Thank you so, so, so much. You were just like, you're so positive and I love that about you because anytime I like come to your page or any, just talk to you, it's like, I just feel so much better. Thank so, you. I thank feel the you same way about for you. All that you do. Thank you. <laughs> You're a big inspiration to I me too. I love it, girl. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much again for being here. And we'll talk yes, soon. Yes. Yes. Great catching up. Thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, make sure you take a screenshot of it and put it on your Instagram stories. Tag both me and Amber. Um, her Instagram handle will be in the show notes if you need help spelling it. And make sure that you check out her yoga classes because I swear by them. They are amazing. She's helped me so much with not only just yoga and flexibility and mobility, but with my mindset and just letting that shit go. So please, please, please check her out. She's taking donations only. They are amazing classes and you don't want to miss them. That's all for now. I'll catch you in the next episode.